This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now live in the Bank Plus studio where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Good morning. Well, it's a big week. Big week in the state of Mississippi. MSU hosting the Aggies of Texas A&M. And uh, the Ole Miss Rebels hosting the Kentucky Wildcats. And you need W's. You're both favored. Ole Miss favored by five and a half. Um... Ew. Mm. Kentucky's one-dimensional. Huh? So is A&M. Will they be one-dimensional on Sat? Can you make them one-dimensional? Uh, is Jackson State going to lose a game? They play... They're beating everybody by a million. They play Alabama State, Bethune-Cookman, Campbell, Southern... Texas Southern, Alabama A&M, and Alcorn State. And that's not Southern Miss. That's Southern, the university in Hammond, Louisiana. Uh, Baton Rouge. Oh, Baton Rouge, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking it was... I thought it was Baton Rouge. Regardless, it's not Southern Miss. Yeah. They're gonna, they're, they should be favored by double digits in every game. He's going to go undefeated. Coach Prime is going undefeated. This is the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Superior Foundation. Superior. For all your foundation repairs, Superior Foundation. He's going undefeated. Yeah, I mean, he should. I mean, let's say just give one away, Blake. Like, 
not show up and turn the ball over four times? They're inherently more talented than everyone they play. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Southern Miss. They got the win of the weekend. Did you see Will Hall's reaction in the end zone? Yes. His post game? Uh, without a doubt, one that they needed, right? That they had to have. Well, and one you didn't expect them to get. That's right. In reality. That's right. I think Tulane was somewhere around eight to nine point favorite, something Tul- like that. Tulane well coached. Uh, Southern Miss that- comes away with a 27-24 win. And that's one of those mentor-mentee games that we like to talk about when we get to the big boy level, like right. Saban versus his assistants or things like that. That was Will Hall going back to the school that he kind of made his OC name at. Yeah. And and getting that win was massive. Take yeah. that pick six to the house. Look, it when you, it's all well and good to be like, oh yeah, he's going to get paid all this money when he gets fired and yada yada. And I get that. And I know that it's Southern. You, it's not, Southern Miss is not a place where you get rich coaching. I understand right. that. You still make more money than the average person in Mississippi, and yeah. I get that he's too. Making like, like six hundred. It's all relative, right? If I was making six hundred grand a year, I'd feel wealthier than anything I've ever felt, right? So like, it's all relative. I get that. But you could see on Saturday, like, sometimes we throw around, like, oh, it's okay, he's going to get paid, so it's okay, he got fired. You could see on Saturday from Will Hall the emotional reaction that sometimes coaches don't give us, which is, this stuff means something. Right. I mean, they don't do this just to get rich. They don't grind for 20 years to get to that level to get rich. They grind because, like, this is their life. Right. This is what they, this is all Will Hall wants to do is coach football. That's all he wants to do is win games. He is a ball coach. All he wants to do is win games. And you could just, like, his reaction Saturday was that visceral, raw emotion that keeps us coming back to sports. Um, after Marshall beat Notre Dame, they've now back-to-back L's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah, so they lost, App State lost, they this lost to a bad Troy team. App State lost to a bad team this, well, that's not true. App State lost this weekend probably to a team that they're, they should have beaten. Yeah. So uh, it, it's not surprising that an, a, a high of that level wears, wears you down. Yeah, you beat Notre Dame and you can't win a game. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> A&M loses to App State. They respond. They beat a bad Miami. Well, they, they beat a pretty ineffective offense in Miami. Right. That was, that was an ugly game. They come back and they beat Arkansas, who, again, very one-dimensional on offense. Mm-hmm. The loss of Traylon Burks, number one, or, you know, wide, top, top first-round wide receiver. He's now with the Tennessee Titans. Losing him, you can see they have a massive hole in their passing game. They, they just don't have anybody. A&M finally faces a team now this week who throws the ball. And, and for all the, the, the grief we give Mike Leach, they throw the ball well. They do. It's got to make you feel like, hey, maybe this does give Mississippi State an opportunity because A&M hasn't faced a team that throws the ball like this. That's true. I mean, they have faced very one-dimensional teams through four weeks. That's right. Uh, yeah. And DJ Durkin has looked good. But if that offense is as stagnant now, as it's been... DJ Durkin worked that staff last year in the Golden Egg game. That's true. Okay? So... With a... But... That's a great question. Was the gap of production level and talent bigger or smaller between Ole Miss defense and MSU offense last year to A&M defense and MSU offense this year? That's another... It's a good... But he worked that, that Mississippi State offensive staff last year. Yeah. But you had dropped passes. I mean, you had... You Still... Know, Durkin, when it when it when it came yeah. push came to shove in that game, he was they better. got the Correct. three and outs they needed to get. Blake. Correct. No, there's no you can't. Yeah, absolutely. 
think that's undeniable. But I do agree with you for what they faced this year. You know, um, they they haven't faced a team that could chunk it. And just logically, and I, Mike Leach decided on Saturday, the hell with running the football. Yeah, he went back to after Mike those Leach. drops. Yep, on, against L, uh, yeah LSU, he was like, I, I I saw enough of that. We're throwing the football. We're going to throw the football, and our guys are going to have to catch and the they, football. And, and remember all the – how much have we had people text us since Leach got here and say, they got to go vertical, they got to go vertical. Well, he went vertical Saturday. They threw deep passes Saturday. Rah-rah dropped that one, and then they hit one. Up. I actually thought they should have gone deep more. And just try it more? Yeah. But that's what – to me, they went as vertical as they're going to go Saturday. Well, then that's not enough. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, and that's, that is the philosophical debate. That's my QB, it's, so you can write that down with the marker. It's the philosophical debate about the Mike Leach system. Yeah. It, they've never been a vertical passing game. For Mike Leach, vertical is 15 to 20 yards. It's not 35, 40 yards. I would actually argue that they're more 5 to 10 yards, and if they just went more 15 to 25, that... I think that is what they... I think Leach... His vertical game is 15 to 25, and I think they do it about four times a game, and that's all they do. I've got a friend of mine who's a, a monster Ole Miss fan who told me Ole Miss doesn't have good enough wide receivers. We asked the question before the season, which group was better, States or Ole Misses? Something we've never asked in the history of my life. <laughs> no. In the history of my life, Mississippi State's never had a better group of receivers than Ole Miss. Yeah. They might this year. That does not look like a dynamic passing game from Ole Miss through through four games. No, against bad defenses. Yes. Now their running backs are destroying people. Oh, Evans and Judkins and the other dude look awesome. We talk about this all the time. What's the easiest thing to do? Is well, grab the and football Dart and run. Runs around too, so uh, don't take away his legs and athletic ability either. Is it crazy that we're walking into this game Saturday, and we'll break it down more as we get there, but we're walking into this game Saturday talking about the pass-happy Kentucky Wildcats and the run-happy Ole Miss Rebels? It really is. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, you got to give Lane credit that he's going to adapt and tailor his offense to what they can do. Um, will it be enough? I don't know. But... Um, I cannot wait to see who who can, you know, what our teams do this weekend. Who comes through with W's or L's. And don't you think we'll know a lot about Mississippi State by 6.30, 7 o'clock on Saturday night? I'd argue we'll know everything we didn't know for the rest of the season, one way or the other. I really do. And that's probably not fair because it's still early. But I I think we will. Uh, The Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by the selection of Boar's Head. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus at corner market grocery stores in the great state of Mississippi. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. Uh, Bank Plus Player of the Week coming up next. Bank Plus. Bank Plus High School Player of the Week coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. 105.9 The Zone. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From high-flying touchdowns to bone-crushing hits, there's only one show that brings you the best performances from Mississippi high school football. It's almost game time. we got to go. Let's play some ball. It's time for the Bank Plus Player of the Week on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, Good morning. Welcome in. It was another action-packed Friday night. Friday night lights. Powered by Bank Plus. And the... uh, Bank Plus, High School Player of the Week, right here on the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight unbelievable performances by young men. There were more than that. You know, we have to stop at some point. But, uh, I mean, these guys were incredible on, uh, on Friday night. So, tip of the cap to all of them. But we can only pick one each week. I'm very confident that several of these dudes will come back on my list. We'll be back on my list um, after amazing Friday night performances. So, you're listening to the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And our uh, Bank Plus High School Player of the Week is Rivers Godwin from Madison Ridgeland Academy, wide receiver, 13 catches 13 in high school football 13 receptions 211 yards and three touchdowns in their win over Raleigh he's the big wolf wolf in the dog that's right so Rivers Godwin wide receiver MRA uh MRA won 39 to 28 over Raleigh and they've lost uh a ton of senior starters this year uh Rivers is a senior too and uh, they needed a win, a big win. And so um, they played a brutal schedule. But Rivers Godwin showed out for MRA at wide receiver. 13 catches for 211 and three TDs as MRA beats Raleigh. And Raleigh has Sunterine Perkins, who's unbelievable. Uh, he's an amazing football player. Yes. He's an amazing football player. Congratulations to Rivers Godwin. He does other things than this, but wide receiver at MRA, 13 catches, 211 um, through the air, uh, reception yards, and three touchdowns as the Bank Plus, the Bank Plus High School Player of the Week, Rivers Godwin, wide receiver, MRA, 13 catches, 211 for three touchdowns. And congratulations to all these guys who threw up incredible PlayStation type numbers um, around the metro area. MRA and Prep play this weekend, by the way. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how how that looks. Live in the Bank Plus Studio, out of bounds. ESPN one hundred five nine The Zone. We're streaming live for you on the Zone one hundred five nine dot com. 
and the Out of Bounds radio app, um, the win of the week goes to Southern Miss Oh, over Tulane. As Blake said, watching Will Hall celebrate, uh, you could tell how much it meant to him and how you know they needed a win like that. They, they needed a big win over Tulane. He worked there, by the way. He knows how good a coach Tulane has, how good a staff that is. And uh, Southern Miss secured the dub with the pick six, and they win 27-24. Southern Miss to the top with one of their bigger wins the last few years and one that the program needed to, to try to gain some, uh, some momentum, which we're all looking for, right? All these teams are. Let's switch gears real quick and talk a little NFL before we go to Olin Buchanan. Uh, coming up at 9.30, and we discuss Texas A&M coming, coming up off the mat after App State and beating the Miami Hurricanes and the Arkansas Razorbacks, which kudos to Jimbo and their team. They did what they needed to do. Blake, uh, takeaway yesterday, one, Rodgers and Brady. Oh, the goats, right? Absolutely. Well, one goat who wins and one goat who falls short in the NFC title game consistently. Wow. Well, he's a great player. He is. And he's one of the greatest of all time, regardless if he goes to the house with one um, that is true. Super Bowl. That he, is true. I don't think they've done everything they could to they help him. They have not. <laughs> I think he's, I, you can say what you want about him and the way he goes about things. He is remarkable. But that was a defensive. Which is what we, ex- I mean, Palazzolo even said that. Right. He said, look, the Bucks are missing like 38 starters. The Bucks are missing like 38 starters on offense. The Packers got rid of all their best pass catchers in the offseason. It, it it was going to be a defensive game. It, that brings up a great point, though, and I want to keep hashing this out as we go because, we, look, we talk about it with State and Ole Miss, too. We may not line it up this way, but we do. Look at what the Philadelphia Eagles, undefeated, and the Dolphins, undefeated, did to help their quarterbacks go out and get offensive talent at the line, offensive line, at the skill position, receiver, running back, things like that. Look at what the Packers have done. You, I mean, there's no argument that Aaron Rodgers is better than Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavaloa, all oh, these other guys. We're not yes. even we're not having that discussion. Yes, but look at what they've given Aaron compared to what these other teams have given their young. Like, look what the Cowboy, Packers and Cowboys yeah, have absolutely. done compared to the Eagles, Dolphins, uh, the Buccaneers have done a great job surrounding Brady yeah. with with talented people. Um, and and the Cowboys tried for a split second. They went out and got Cooper. They drafted CD when no one thought they would. Right. Those were two good decisions. Right. Then they just pooped it all away. Right. So the Packers are not. I mean, they're not doing anything to help Aaron Rodgers. No. And they haven't really, as you said, his entire career. Boy, was Brady ticked in that yeah. game or what? Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Know, the frustration. It just goes. You know, he's the goat, and yet here he is. And the, the frustrations continued to mount for him. 23 seasons in, and he's that upset about uh, a regular season I mean, performance. It, yeah. It, he was livid. Yes. Livid. And are, honestly, you could argue, kind of looking at that team, their defense is really, really good. They could have lost the Cowboys game if the Cowboys had any offensive skill players. And Dak doesn't go out. I mean, like that's how bad their offense is right now yeah, in Tampa Bay. It's true. They're that bad. That they, that they they've had to go out and get Cole Beasley out of retirement to play receiver, which is fine. Like I like Cole Beasley. He's a sure. he's a C plus to B minus guy. Well, that was another one. Cowboys should have never let him go in the prime of his career, career to go yeah. to Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, what what are you doing? Yeah. You should have stacked Cole Beasley, get as many with weapons. Amari, 
Yeah. Uh, I know that didn't happen until a couple years later, but but you, you should have re-signed Cole. And see, they did this again after that year. They yeah. rolled out a, a bunch of nobodies around Dak, and then five or six games in, they went and got Amari. Yep. Draft the CD the next year, and then, yeah. But, doing some things, but uh, I tell you who had a huge win, Blake. Ooh, tell me. The Titans. You had to have it. No, not a huge Jeffrey win. Simmons. A, a must win. Yeah. yeah. A must win. Yeah, when you're 0-2, and kudos to Brable and that team. They've yeah. been winning for a while since he's been there. Yeah. Um, that That's just, that's when you know you have a hell of a head coach. Yeah. And, and staff. Speaking of, of knowing you have a good coach or knowing you got rid of a bad one, Jaguars look like an actual football team this year. Is Urban Meyer the single worst NFL coach in the history of the NFL? I mean, oh my gosh, was he bad. He was. And, and they are a lot better. <laughs> they don't even look like the same program. See, you can do that in the NFL. You and I talk about it all the time. There's not a whisker's worth of difference between that team that's winning six games and the team that's winning ten. And in the offseason, you can pick up one or two decisions. Six players, one two or two draft decisions. picks. Yeah. And, but here's one that, that I thought. The Colts beating the Chiefs. Was incredible for the Colts. Are you kidding me? First off, they had no business. The Chiefs absolutely bad offensive decision making across gracious, across which the board. Is not Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomesy. Yeah. Well, look, I'm going to be honest. I know we kind of we've put it under the rug, and they went. I know they went and got some guys. I think Travis Kelsey looks older. I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire has never been what you wanted him to be out of LSU, and they look like a team that just doesn't have quite the dynamic playmakers offensively that they've had. True. Are they still going to be good? Of course. They have Patrick Mahomes. And how about the baseball score? Broncos 11, 49ers 10. I thought we were going to have a 3-2 game for a second with those safety and field goals. I mean, it was 10-5 at one point. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Wild day in the NFL. A lot of fun, though. I hate that the kneecap fighters didn't win because I'm a a Dan Campbell fan. Uh, We'll have Olin Buchanan coming up next. Tex Ags. He'll join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, You got the Cowboys and the Giants tonight. Monday Night Football with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ESPN and and ABC or just ESPN. Anyway, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. A&M Insider coming up next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Your SEC Insider hit is brought to you by Ag Up Equipment. And your next John Deere tractor to manage your land, your hunting camp your farm, agup.com, agup equipment with 17 locations. John Deere, America's tractor, agup equipment, agup.com, John Deere, America's tractor. Your SEC insider hit is driven by your next John Deere tractor at agup equipment. Well, here we go. We got a big one in Stark Vegas this weekend. Um, Mississippi State will host the Texas A&M Aggies, who uh, a lot of us left for dead, and now they've ripped off two big wins against the Miami Hurricanes and the Arkansas Razorbacks. And we welcome in Olin Buchanan, A&M insider, Tex Ags, joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. So, Olin, after the past couple of weeks with wins over Miami and Arkansas, uh, are you buying this A&M team now? Uh, can I can I rent a home? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'll, I'll give them this. They're they're resilient. They play with a lot of effort. Um, they're still making mistakes that that make no sense, like uh, getting a delay of game coming out of a kickoff, um, <laughs> and uh, you know dropping. Like they had a chance for a big touchdown pass against Arkansas, the guy's open, and of course the quarterback's going to lead him a little bit, and the guy stopped stopped running, and then oh it's going to be over my head and try to jump and catch it, and if he just if he doesn't stop running, you know it's a, it's a, it's an easy touchdown, and uh, just things like that just just don't make any sense. Now um, it's a young football team. Everybody knows that they're playing a lot of guys from the the. Uh, recruiting class and everything, but uh, like the guy that made that mistake, the guy's been here three years. So, um, but you know, they they play with a lot of uh, a lot of effort and a lot of all the all the cliches that coaches like, you know, all the grit and determination, and all those things. You know, you see it from them, but um, you're still waiting to see them play really good football. Olin Buchanan, A and M Insider on the Out of Bounds Show. Anais Smith going down. What what does that mean, the impact on Max Johnson and on Jimbo Fisher's play calling and so on? Well, we'll see. But, you know, just from, you know, first reaction, I mean, it's, it, I, I don't – I mean, this is extremely, extraordinarily significant. I mean, uh, he's the, – the offense isn't that good right now. I don't think they've scored three touchdowns uh, against an FBS opponent probably uh, until, uh, well, since, since this year they haven't. Three offensive touchdowns, I mean. And now you're going to take your second best uh, offensive weapon out of the out of the mix. Um, I, they, they're, uh, they have some, they have a, 
talent at, at receiver, but it's, you know, it's a lot of young guys are still making mistakes and he's a steadily steadying influence in there. And, uh, you know, he's a, that, you know, heart and soul type of guy, you know, they, they I, I think they might even lead, lose more in terms of some of the intangible factors of the quote leadership and just the, the guy that can, uh, when you need a big play, he's the guy you look for than just overall production. You know, he only caught, caught one pass last week against Arkansas before he got hurt, but it was a, uh, but it was a uh, – uh, it got him a first down on second and 30. He got uh, – you know, turned it into a 30 – it wasn't like he ran 32 yards downfield. You know, he caught about 15 yards downfield and then uh, juked and ran his way for the first down. And, you know, he, the, the play got hurt on He was blocking downfield. So, I mean, that tells you the kind of guy he is. So, um, I yeah, I think it, it's, it's extremely significant now. You know, we'll see if some of the young guys can come and step in that role, but – uh, that's been that's one of your two best players. How would you describe? I know A Chain is the dude on offense, super talented. Yeah. Got it. You got to know where he is, what he's doing, all that. Kid's amazing. How would you describe Max Johnson's play the last two weeks? Uh, I'm sorry for our listeners. Quarterback for A and M. Go ahead, Owen. Sorry. Yeah, efficient. You know, the first thing that Max has done is he's not making mistakes. And that'll take you a long way. And that's been a problem for A&M, their quarterback. Uh, big problem last year. He's not making huge – he's not putting up huge numbers, even though he could have. Again, run run your route, dude. You're wide open. Don't stop. Uh, but uh, he he's just – he's not making the, the big mistake that, that kills you, the, the mistake that – Zach Calzada made a lot that Haynes King last year. Haynes King was making earlier this year, and quite frankly, up until uh, uh, his senior year, Kellamon had a tendency to make. So uh, it's only been two games. I haven't looked back uh, to last year at LSU. He didn't have an interception in any of his last three games. So he's on a roll. Uh, and uh, gosh, a quarterback that can take care of the ball uh, is a is a really good thing for Texas A&M now. Uh, he's going to have to do more than that moving forward. It's going to be hard without an eye. Uh, he, he actually, I thought, played extremely well under the circumstances against Arkansas. You know, the touchdown passing through to Evan Stewart, uh, he had uh, Drew Sanders in his face. I mean, it was like I, he turned around and the blitzing linebacker was right on top of him, and he was able to get rid of the ball for a touchdown. Uh, but he was con- he's been under constant pres- pressure uh, because of a uh, – Inconsistent, underperforming defensive. I mean, I'm sorry, offensive line. Um, uh, he had a nice 33 yard scramble, but there was a, uh, a block in the back downfield that you know turned it into like a 15 yard scramble. Still got the first down, but you know, so, so he's he's been okay. Has he been spectacular? No, but right now, I think A and M first needed a guy that wasn't going to make big mistakes, and maybe the 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 numbers will come later. Surely hope so. But if, with their defense, which is playing pretty well, if, if your quarterback can keep your offense from just turning the ball over and making gross mistakes, um, I think you're going to have a shot. Okay. Uh, Olin Buchanan, TexAgs.com. Uh, he joins us on the Yingling Liger guest line, A&M, MSU, 3 o'clock, uh, start will 
And uh, it's a monster game for both teams. Um, and I expect it to be a close game. When you look at who A&M has faced and as far as their defense and really haven't played a team that can really chunk it around at a high level. Um, and you know what Mississippi State's going to want to do. Uh, spray it around in that air raid. So how would you size up the A&M secondary against Will Rogers and Mississippi State's receivers? Well, I disagree with you about not throwing anybody chunking around. Uh, you know, we saw Appalachian State put, what, 40 points on uh, North Carolina in a quarter. And then uh, we heard, you know, for all offseason that Tyler Van Dyke at Miami is supposed to be a, a possible number one draft choice uh, as a passing quarterback. And uh, you know KJ Jefferson. Now they don't they don't throw a lot, uh, but you know he's been having a big year. I think their secondary uh, matches up well with just about anybody. Now I thought what A and M did last year, I thought it was one of the be- one of the few bad schemes that Mike Elko had was he rushed three and dropped everybody back, which is fine, but don't drop them back ten yards because Mike Leach is going to have have you throwing it five yards, and I'll take five yards all the way down the field. Uh, and then eventually, I mean, they're going to break something. And uh, I just thought it was a very uh, passive scheme, waiting for you to, you know, just asking to, uh, just inviting you to, to, to uh, move the football, and they did. Uh, I think you're going to have to be a little more aggressive than that. But I think as a, as a secondary, A&M matches up really well with a lot of people. Now, uh, Will Rogers is uh, the most experienced, I think, quarterback. They they will – well, I guess the guy at Appalachian State had a lot of experience. But when you put, put add experience and uh, you know, uh, ability, uh, Will Rogers is probably the best quarterback they face, they will have faced, including the Van Dyke guy uh, that, that's getting all this hype. Um, so it's going to be a huge challenge. And, and quite frankly, any time A&M goes to – we talked about this before – Anytime A&M goes to Starkville, you're looking over your shoulder because crazy things happen in Starkville. Better teams than this one have gone to Starkville and lost frequently. So uh, uh, A&M's going to have to that, – that defense is going to have to come up with a better plan. Now, D.J. Durkin held them to, what, 21 points last year. And quite frankly, I think, if you could do that again, 21 points might be enough to win the game. But I'll also say this, you know, you just can't count on A&M to score 21 points uh, the, the way their offense is going, especially without an eye sense. So um, it's like you said, a close game. I believe that's true. Uh, and I think A&M is going to have a really hard time with, um, with Mississippi State's passing game because they always do. But – they pro- this is probably the best secondary they've had. Now, I want to say this is the best secondary they've had since they've been in the uh, SEC, okay. w- without a doubt. Uh, that said, they're not putting any pressure on the quarterback, so I don't care how good you are. You know, it's kind of like the running back that can't get any yards without a good offensive line. Well, if a you know, quarterback has all day to sit back there and wait, they're going to find somebody to come open. And, uh, you know, nobody does that better than Mississippi State. Why, why aren't they getting pressure on the QB? Um. You know, I think what you – it's funny. We had a guy that, that – an, a, an A&M guy that played offensive line in the, uh, in the NFL for about 10 years. 
And we were talking to him last week about it. He said, you know, when when we would – he was talking about when he was in uh, playing with – in the NFL. He said, we'd have guys, big-time guys come in uh, as as uh, rookies, and a lot of times they couldn't – you saw the, the ability, but they couldn't rush the passer because they hadn't understood how to do it yet in terms of learning all the different moves. And, uh, you know, maybe there's something to that because they have guys that are quick and athletic, but – Right now, I'm not seeing the speed rush. I'm seeing a lot of guys are trying to bull their way through, and every now and then they'll get there on quickness. Uh, they're not getting the sacks and the volume like they got last year. Um, and I think it's just because you have a lot of guys that are just trying to run through the guy that's blocking them. And uh, a guy like, say, Shamar Turner or sophomore, sometimes he's shown a quickness to get past the guard. They don't have the kind of ends that they had last year rush the pass. Most of the most of the pressure they they have is coming from uh, uh, the interior lineman. And one of the guys they thought was going to be their best pass rushing interior lineman is McKinley Jackson, Mississippi guy. Oh, yeah. He's been hurt all year. Will he be back? I haven't had him. I don't know. He played some against Miami, I think just a handful of plays, and I don't think he played at all against Arkansas. Okay. You know, he played all of last year with a torn labrum, so there's no doubt he's tough as nails. But uh, they haven't exactly said what it is this year. I think I heard something about his foot. So I would suspect that if he can go at all, he'll go. I'm sure he wants to play uh, in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, and they need him because uh, they've got to do something, I think, to, uh, to boost that pass rush. If uh, you know, I, I think if you give Will Rogers – six or seven seconds just step back and you're asking for a lot of trouble. Yeah. Well, all right. So A&M has more talent. Mississippi State looks like, you know, they've got the more efficient offense. I'm not that impressed with MSU on defense. Um, so, you know, we, we've got a three-point spread right now, MSU, which is odd. I, I think that that'll swing back to A&M, but we'll see. Um, call, who do you like in the game? I typically, no matter what the situation is, take the team that I think has the most talent. Okay, so I'll I would go with A and M, but I, like I wouldn't put any money on it. Uh, you know, I mean I don't feel that good about it. Uh, uh, I think that you know, again, if you have a quarterback that's not going to make mistakes, and hopefully he won't, uh, then you know you put it on Devon A chain and, and your defense and. Yeah. Uh, so far, that's been enough. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Mississippi State, I have to admit. the la- I was watching their game against uh, – I watched a little bit of their game against uh, Arizona because I got home l- late from a game. And then uh, I saw – I turned off the game against LSU, and they were winning 12-0. And then I turned <laughs> out and saw that they, they, they got beat or something like that, 13-0. Right. And, and then I saw they got beat. I was, I was like, how did that happen? So uh, I don't – haven't seen a lot of what's going on with Mississippi State, um, but uh, you know I I, I think A and M uh, they've won you know two games that they probably weren't supposed to, but um, I gotta tell you I I couldn't say it with any conviction. <laughs> All right, what about the atmosphere? It'll be packed, and you you mentioned there's a oh, bunch of young God players. Cowbells. I know. Aren't you excited? <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the atmosphere at uh, at uh, 
Starkville. I really do. I, I enjoy it, but sometimes the cowbells get a little bit loud for an old guy. You don't start to make my ears hurt. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a great atmosphere, and I think you said it's a big game for both teams. A&M has Alabama next week. Uh, A&M's getting a little bit better each week, but they need to take a they need to start getting a lot better. Um, and uh, again, going to Starkville, A&M never gets better in Starkville. Even A&M survives in Starkville, except that first year in 2012 with Johnny Manziel. And I guess uh, even in 2020, uh, they won that game by, I think, a couple of touchdowns. But, uh, you know, they had a intercept, they had a pass that doinked off of, uh, of uh, Anaya Smith's shoulder pass and went right into, to, what's the kid, Forbes? Yes. His uh, hands, and he turned into a touchdown. All of a sudden, it was a game. And things like that just happened in Starkville. So, um, you know, uh, I know it's going to be a, it's a big game for both teams. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And I wish I knew what to expect, mm. I, but I don't. Me too. Um, all right. We'll leave it there. Olin Buchanan, texags.com. <laughs> uh, and you'll be making the trip to start Vegas, right? Absolutely. Staying in Jackson on uh, Saturday night, on I mean, Friday night, and making the drive in. Okay. All right. Pearl, actually. We're staying in Pearl. We heard something. There's a problem with the water in Jackson. So we decided to make sure we were staying outside the city limits. I don't know if it's still a problem there or not. It, they they got it fixed, but probably okay. a good call. Probably a good call, good, my good man. So, All right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> hey, thanks, Olin. Take care, man. Olin Buchanan, texags.com. And he joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line, uh, talking A and M, Mississippi State, a three-point favorite according to Caesars, and um, I expect that line to move. So we'll see how we'll see how it shakes out over the next few days. Um, he does think that the A and M secondary is pretty damn good, but he said that they've struggled with their pass rush. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not ready to make the MSU offensive line looks average to solid. Um, they'll need to have a big day to to keep Will Rogers, you know, clean and give him some time to. Uh, now, granted, in that offense, you can get you can get rid of the football quick, and uh, I, I would think that that will be the focus. So if they struggle defensively getting pressure, which I mean, again, I, I understand what he's saying about App State scoring against North Carolina. I'm pretty sure Gene Chizik never showed up when they hired him. I think he's still, you know, I don't know, in Charlotte or something like that. <laughs> like they're not, you know, not playing defense. I, I don't to compare what Mississippi State's doing passing the ball to anything they faced at this point would be asinine and incorrect, in my opinion. I think that this will be an absolute test of AM and if they're not getting pressure and they have to bring five. Because like he said, they dropped they dropped eight a ton last year, and they got chewed up. If they start bringing four and five, I mean, what is – could Mississippi State – it's hard to play zone when you start bringing four and five people. And, and so could that allow Mississippi State to score some – I don't want to call them cheap plays, but like get more yards after catch than we right. used to. Yeah. Well, they need to. That's for sure. And A&M not having the edge rushers that they have is interesting. And McKinley Jackson's foot, uh, uh, according to Olin Buchanan, maybe some kind of foot injury. How healthy will he be? Does he want to play against um, his home state team? Absolutely. Um, what was he? Moss Point? 
somewhere down in South Mississippi. Number one player, Jimbo yeah. came in and uh, and grabbed a couple of years ago in McKinley Jackson. Uh, MSU didn't even get a visit. Uh, Ole Miss <laughs> made a run at it. Uh, eh, maybe not even late, but they they did make a run at it late. And McKinley ended up in in College Station. So there you go. And and Max Johnson's been safe. Yeah, he's a he's the quintessential 2010 Alabama quarterback. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. He's been through the fire. I have no doubt he will perform. I have no doubt that A-Chain will do what he can do. The rest of their team is very young and very inexperienced in a lot of areas. That's, to me, the question of what does the atmosphere do. You know, I don't think Max Johnson gets rattled at all. He's been through the fire. But the rest of that squad is very inexperienced. And as we talk about in the NFL, we see good quarterbacks struggle when receivers can't get open. You know, I don't know what the state defense will do, but if they can make life a little bit more difficult for Max Johnson, I mean, I think that they have a chance. A&M is very undermanned offensively at this point. And so is Mississippi State on defense. Yeah, but they did, they started undermanned. That's the difference. True. A&M had some talent, and then they all got hurt. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Mississippi State ever had the talent. Well... I'm not going to call it today. So we've got all week between uh, the dogs and Aggies and the Rebs and the Cats. Big Blue Nation. Uh, what? Well, I think Mississippi State will probably wear white and A&M wears maroon. I think. You usually wear white on the road, don't you? I think that flip-flopped about the last 10 years. Let's see if I can find what they're wearing. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll Maybe they'll roll out. So maroon and A&M will be in white. You'll have to stay focused during the game since it's a lot of maroon and white on the yeah, field. <laughs> that is accurate. That is accurate. Uh, hold on. What color are we? Maroon? White? Okay. Um, some of you commented on Mississippi State's uniforms from this past weekend. I don't know if I can get into that as much as I want to. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, Blake, should we make the trip to London? Yes, absolutely. You want to pay for me to go to London? Sure. Well, we got to find, you know, kind of like the NFL draft. They took the COVID restriction traveling stuff off, too, so I can get back and not miss another week. <laughs> Have you, has, do you think anyone's ever done radio in Mississippi from across the pond? Could we be groundbreaking? I mean, we already are, but could we do it again? Boy, that's a good question. We should do that. Uh, let's go to a Ryder Cup and let's do a show. We won't even have to wake up early. It won't be till like three o'clock. Yeah. All right. It's six hours ahead in Ireland, okay. so it's probably uh, about the same in England. Okay, one or two or three, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Kind of a, a an after lunch show for us, but it'd still be morning here <laughs> <laughs> from the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Wherever it is, we don't care, and we'll we'll do a show or two. Yeah. We just need to figure out a. a a sponsor to pay for it like they did the NFL draft. I like that plan. Yeah. I'll go to Europe again. Vikings, Saints at 8.30 in the morning. So you need to pour your Guinness. Get your fantasy lineup set early. <laughs> you know, that's true because the Vikings Saturday had night. another good win, man. Saturday night, baby. You know, two and one. Um, Kirk Cousins. Boy, Demario Davis was ticked. So they'll play in uh, London. Uh, Tottenham. Yeah. Stadium. The Tottenham Spurs, baby. The Tottenham Spurs. Premier League. Vikings Saints, 8.30 Sunday morning. Let's book our flight right now. I love it. 
Nothing will be over at 1130, and we still won't, we'll still wait 30 minutes for the 12 o'clock games. Oh, that's phenomenal. Saints playing in London this weekend. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, it's, it's National Pancake Day. You can smash some pancakes at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue B3. They have the wonderful pancakes. Have a great day. Hit the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with Mike Dettelier. See you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.